0: Welcome, everyone, to Celebrity Josh. I'm your host, Celebrity Josh, or Josh Rackless, which is my legal name, or maybe I'll come up with a new stage name. Today <laughs> uh, is April 24th, 2020. Uh, we're still in quarantine. Uh, the world is locked down. I am in Ottawa, Canada, and Hildy Rue, is that your name?
1: Yeah. Hildy Rue. Well, that's Roo. my stage name.
0: Oh, their stage name. Okay, well, we'll get into that. (laughs) Hilde, are you in Mexico City?
1: I am right now, yes.
0: Okay, so this is my podcast slash YouTube show. This is all an experiment. Um, Today was my first Skype recording. And so what what I'm planning to do with this, uh, hopefully, is uh, post this video on YouTube, and then also I will take the audio and put it up as a podcast. So if you can't see what's going on, people, um, well... I guess you can go watch it on YouTube if you care to see what's going on, but hopefully you'll be able to also hear what's <laughs> going on. And uh, if you can't see what's going on, you're missing my beauty. So I feel bad. Oh, and also Hilby's <laughs> beauty.
2: Uh,
0: are you, you You have red hair? Uh, yeah. Excellent. I, I used to as well. Um, mm. So, so uh, I figure I should marry a redhead because redheads are going extinct.
2: They uh, are.
0: Have you heard? Yes. So... Um, let's see here. So yes, so today, well, just in terms of letting people know technically what's happening, I'm on my phone today. Yesterday, I was on my webcam on my laptop, and it seemed there was a bit of a lag, like my face was not lined up with my audio, and it might be because I have an old 2013 MacBook, it might be because it's, uh, it's too full of uh, memory. All my YouTube projects I've been sitting on for 10 years are taking up most of the space, um. And then I thought, okay, so maybe I'll try it on my phone today. And maybe tomorrow I can try it on my dad's computer because it's plugged into the internet. But I don't have the password to log into his computer. So I don't want to get into that now. But we got to do things just uh, rough and tumble. It's all about just turning out content now, not being um, too much of a perfectionist, right? Right. Yes. Okay. So that's that's a pretty good introduction. If this was like a normal podcast, I'd probably say, oh, and please support our sponsors and stuff. Right. Um, don't be sponsors. Although I do have a website called Josh J O S H G O T I T dot com, that a friend made for me uh, to help promote her website building um, uh, site. Like she makes websites for people, and uh, and I'm going to start sending out newsletters uh, on how to make money online. I've tried everything, and so I'll give you all the tips. So if you want to go to joshgotit.com you can do that and sign up for my newsletter. Okay, that's my sponsor, and I've already wasted three minutes. Do you think anybody's still listening? I hope. I hope um, so. I read your bio, and uh, it's it's long, and you've done a million things. Uh, so I'll probably let you sort of introduce yourself more. But um, you seem multi talented. You're a dancer for sure. Most of your bio seemed to be about dancing, and uh, and also you're singing. And does uh, that sum it up? Or are there even more? What what's what's going on?
1: Uh okay yeah so I that's how I kind of define myself as a multi multi way multi I don't know how you say it
0: in English. I think I I think um, like a I think I, I can't remember if it's Marie Forleo do you know her she's kind of like this life coach Tony Robbins type of person I think she calls it uh multi hyphenate uh, oh, which is wow. yeah which is kind of cool I'm like oh yeah I'm a multi hyphenate kind of thing <laughs> Um and nobody so
1: understands
0: what that is. So yeah, nobody have, would anyway. <laughs> have any idea. Here, one sec. I'm going to rotate my phone here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm going to swipe up. At, no, no, I'm just going to put it on uh, do not disturb. There we go. Because I was getting like every Instagram oh, yeah. notification. I'm like, please, people, I'm busy. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I guess, but you could also call it a multi talented, no, multi passionate. I think that's what she calls it. Um, mm-hmm. Because she, she's always talking about people who say, oh, you know, I should focus on one thing. Everybody says, I should focus on one thing. And she's like, no, you can do a bunch of things. And I think she talks Mm -hmm. about, like, figuring out ways that you can combine all your talents to do something. Like, if you're, I don't know, a dancer, actor, you could do a class of, I don't don't know, I I can't think of an example right now, but whatever your unique, your different passions are, you could combine them to create something completely unique or something, or just, just work on them all. I'll have to watch her videos to see, but I know she's the one that says that Mm. gives you license to do different things and not say, Oh, you just have to focus on one thing. Do you get that from people? Everybody tells me, Uh, Oh, you're too scattered.
1: Yeah. Especially people that are not artists. They don't get it. Like All my family, (laughs) Um, and uh, most people in Mexico outside of the art or performer circle, um, I guess they just fear that I might start doing one thing and then just change my mind and don't never complete anything. But it's really something that it's um, it's a very interesting thing because anything you do with your body, which is what I've discovered. Um, for example, acting, dancing, and even singing, actually kind of is able to inform the other uh, discipline. It's it's as if you were a musician, and you played several different instruments, then it's like, they can, um, each instrument can give you something different, that you can use overall, like, I don't know how to explain this, but All my dancing years, all my training has actually, it it gives me some sort of, I don't know if advantage, but as an actor, I've seen that a lot of people, especially in theater, it's, it's, it's very common that people are not aware of their bodies. That's actually something that actors, especially I see stage actors, train many years to do, to just be able to... Oh, I have my hand and I have to do this in this line. I have to put down, I don't know this mug. And people really forget to do it. It's it's like, and as a dancer, you are trying to be aware of absolutely every part of your body at the same time in a very like holistic way. It's like not focusing on just one thing, but just the whole whole way the energy flows, the whole way that each part of your body balances the other out. It, it's, so anyway, um, I think especially with stage performance I've been able to integrate very interestingly both the dancing and the acting especially. Singing um, actually informed the way I use my voice in theater as well. Um, so yeah, long story short, I think I think it's good to do many things as long as it's not way too many. I think one, two, even three um, can be actually very. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to call this. Very like nutritious to your being, very nutritious to mm. your whole human being.
0: I like that. Yeah, it's, I guess like. Uh... Like eating a meal, you want to have a, a, a variety of foods, vegetables, mm-hmm. fruits, and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it really depends on the person. There's some people that there's just one thing they want to do, right? They just want to act, or they just like drawing, and so they do a cartoon strip. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of creative people that, that like doing different things. And I guess maybe, you know, I've always thought, oh, yeah, I guess maybe you need to try to make it big in one field. And then, and then you can parlay that into other things. Like, for example, people go to see uh, Woody Allen play clarinet or, or in jazz groups, not because he's a famous jazz musician, but because he's a famous actor or, or screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And so, or, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone, I think he paints and he sells his paintings. So, like, if you get as big as a movie actor, then people might be interested in your paintings. So that was always kind of my dream, that if I could... Um, yeah, get big with doing something like that, then people might be interested in my other things. Right. Uh, but the, but the other stuff I like to do is sort of combine my talents. Like I was acting when I was a kid in university, I was acting in a play that I, uh, saw an audition for in the newspaper. And then I drew a card for the director or when they, they, they made a thank you card for the director and I just signed my name and drew a little cartoon and a woman in the play was like, Hey, that's, I, I like how you can draw so quickly and so well. And, um, I'm hosting this cable show where people call in to buy and sell things and maybe you could be my co-host and so I wound up sitting beside her and when people would call in and say I'm looking to sell my bike or buy a couch I would sit there and draw a funny cartoon about that kind of thing and then hold it up so I was able to combine my drawing and my cartoons and then sometimes now I, I do funny songs like funny love songs about environmentalists or politicians mm. um, so that's kind of my dream to be like a Jimmy Fallon where he gets to sometimes play a funny <laughs> song or maybe I could draw right. a cartoon. Um, uh, I don't know and then I guess now with the internet there's you, you could be doing that like yeah I used I used to do community cable shows on TV and I'd have to go to the TV station do it but now you could literally broadcast well that's what we're doing right now we're doing a TV show from home exactly so there's lots of opportunities and yeah I don't think you need to to lock down on one thing I guess like you're saying it's 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 a balance like yeah if you're too mm-hmm. scattered if you're doing a little bit of everything and never really getting anything done yeah but maybe, you know, as long as... I don't think it means you have to sit 12 hours a day writing your screenplay. You could write your screenplay for a couple hours, and then, okay, now I'm going to okay. do my dance class or whatever. So I like it, and I, and I like meeting people like you because it kind of encourages me to to be like, okay, it's okay to have different talents and different interests and to be... I, I spend too much time talking to, yeah, my parents or, or friends okay. who are like, <laughs> what, what you know, what are you doing? And, um, and most people don't get it. So I think it's important Perfect. to... Uh, to be creative i was actually thinking of starting like a uh like a singles group on facebook there's so many of these things it's like you know jewish singles or digital nomad mm. singles but i've never oh. seen one i've never seen one for uh, like creative people
2: like mm. i thought
0: that'd be so cool one day to have uh i don't know to be like um, john krasinski and emily blunt like you know make movies together or or in in canada and there's a comedian um Colin Mochrie, he's like on Whose Linest Anyways, and his wife is an actress, and they're this creative power duo kind of thing. So, mm. so who knows? Um, so you, is your accent Mexican, or you're Mexican?
1: I am Mexican. I've worked a lot on my English accent, um, in part because I want to work in the U.S. as an actor. And so I, let's say I don't have the classic profile for Latina. I don't look um, the way Americans think about Latinos, so I cannot readily use my face as an asset to work for the Hispanic community. I could do it um, on voiceover, and that's something that I intend to explore later, but um, yeah, it's I just have to neutralize my accent as much as possible just to open up my possibilities.
0: Especially- Maybe. No, go ahead, yeah, say especially what?
1: No, especially when you're beginning, because nobody knows you, and so you have to, well, I feel like it's better to have as many options as possible as far as the way you can be uh, cast.
0: Yeah, for sure, yeah. On the other hand, you know, maybe it's better to focus in on your one unique thing, and that way you can be the best at that rather than trying to you know, be a bit of everything, like, who knows? Because,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, like, I see what you're saying, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe you might never be able to have the perfect, you know, white bread American accent. That so is you're very to... true. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if your benefit is that you do have kind of a, a unique Spanish accent, uh, then, you know, maybe go with that, and maybe uh, you're the 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 non-Latino-looking Latina or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've, I, a lot of people have actually told me that, um, but I'd rather, like, I, I can speak like this, you know? I yeah, can totally I can. do it.
0: Yeah, I guess and you'll always have that. I, I'd
1: rather control it and
0: yeah, just yeah.
1: be able to do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's, I mean. that's great. And why, why, like, what is your background? Why do you not look Latina?
1: <clears throat> because my dad is a lighter-skinned Mexican, and mm. my mom is a daughter of basically German-Jewish that ran away from the war well she's not the daughter she's the granddaughter of the ones that ran away but then they came into Mexico and they had babies and they were very light-skinned and so she has like that background and like my mom has four siblings and all of them look different it's like a very um it's an interesting combination, but my mom is the one that has the lighter hair and like the lighter skin, and so she married my dad, and here I are.
2: Very my cool.
1: Light-skinned, um, different like shades, but light-skinned and light hair. Oh,
2: so. that's
0: fun. You're like a makeup palette, like slightly yeah,
1: different. Yeah, I'm, I'm weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm Jewish as well, so there you go. Uh, Maybe I should move to Mexico. I don't know. I've... Um,
1: well, there's not a lot of Jewish people here. I'm not Jewish. Like, I do not practice. We do not practice. Um, I've, I, I was actually raised as Catholic. Mm. And I'm done with that.
0: All right. Topic for another podcast.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. All right. We'll say you're secular now. That's what they <laughs> yeah. say. There's, uh, you know, I, my, there was an article about... Uh, I don't know, one of my parents' friends this week, and they were like, he was called a secular Jew, and they're like, why did they bring up at all, why he's Jewish, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, I guess it was it was relevant to something. But yeah, so my dad was listing off, you know, there's Orthodox, there's Conservative, there's Reform, and there's Secular, which means, I guess, Jewish by race, but not necessarily practicing the religion. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. I've only been to Mexico uh, once. I guess maybe God. Five or six years ago, this woman I was talking to on JSwipe, Swipe, which is like a Jewish dating app like Tinder. Uh, she she was in uh, she lives in New York, but she went to Mexico for vacation. And she's like, oh, you want to come down? And I was like, I'm going to do it. She didn't think I was going to show up, but I went to Tulum and I showed up in the middle of the night and uh, stayed at her yoga resort for a little bit. Um, whoa! And then we went in, went into the city. Yeah. So I, I've only been to Tulum, but nowhere else. In Mexico but it was it was very nice we sang and or swam in a cenote is that how you say it
1: Cenote. yeah
0: yeah so that was that was pretty cool um, okay and then but you had a lot on your uh, on your bio about New York like have you lived in New York as well
1: yes I uh, both studied and uh, worked in New York for a little while mm.
0: and then um, and so why are you back in Mexico
1: Um, So I came back to try to do a little bit of work over here just to have like more, I don't know, integral bio, more integral um, curriculum. Uh, But I'm looking to go back to the U.S. either at the end of this year or next year, working on my visa. And so I kind of need to do as much as I can uh, of everything and have a... A big uh, resume. Resume, not curriculum, sorry. A big resume and...
0: Curriculum vitae.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Curriculum. That's how we call it in Spanish. But yeah, Yeah. resume. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. no. I I think in English too it's uh, curriculum vitae or something is like the Mm, fancy way of saying resume. So so for my resume link I put like slash CV which is shorter than typing resume because I don't like it because I think resume should have the accents, like in French, resume. So every time it's right to resume, it kind of bothers me. But it also bothers me to have to go, you know, press the option key and then press the E like every time I'm typing at resume. So I like I like saying CV. It's shorter.
2: <laughs>
0: but, yeah, I guess it's like um, I guess it's like here the same way. If I wanted to go to the U.S., I'd have to prove that I'm some something special and deserving of a yeah. special visa. Which is exactly. interesting because I never, you know, for years I've always thought, oh, of course I'm going to wind up in L.A. And every time, uh, like, different advertising producers would see me, they'd be like, oh, why are, why are you still in Canada? Why aren't you in L.A.? And I'm like, oh, right, I should be in L.A. But now I realize, I, well, I guess I could go hang out there. But technically I couldn't work. Um, I remember I was there a few years ago. staying in a hotel and I wound up talking to someone about being like on a reality dating show they needed a Jewish person or something. We talked for like an hour about it. And, uh, and then at the end she's like, Oh, I don't know. She realized, wait, do you have a visa to work here? I'm like, I guess not. She's like, Oh, you can't do it. So I was like, Oh man. Like, so there's stuff I could do there. Like, um, I mean, I could still probably do anything I'm doing on the internet because nobody knows where in the world, if you're doing voice acting or whatever, but uh, yeah, to actually be there and be on a TV show or something, you don't, you need to have a visa to work uh, yeah. so yeah i guess i guess it's the same for me i mean who knows if i'll ever be famous enough for that but i don't know i mean i i like to think that with youtube i mean maybe the fact that i'm just starting this now maybe this will become something like um you know uh lily singh
1: no
0: okay well she was she was a big youtuber she went by the name superwoman and just oh. doing she she's like she's from toronto area and she's of indian descent and uh yeah but she became a huge huge youtuber and then now she's in uh in la with her own talk show and so yeah so she just did it on her own kind of thing and do you know uh the youtuber philip defranco
1: Uh, sounds familiar i don't know much about youtubers in general that's
0: fine (laughs) Doesn't matter, I hadn't heard I, no, I hadn't heard of him either um, until recently, but I started, he does like a daily news show where he sums up the news, and then yesterday he gave a shout out um, to this, you know, hey to fellow YouTubers, um, <coughs> so the phone is ringing, logical or something, or <laughs> something like that, who are um, uh, doing something where uh, they're giving away food to, should I answer this, is there anybody in the house? Uh. Oh. see there's the, the the drama of being in a house uh, and not being a tv studio um he right. gave a shout out to, he said uh, you know for these super neurological uh, they're giving away food if you use their name at different restaurants but they're in ottawa and i'm like who are these people and i looked up their instagram and they got oh. like, two million two million followers i'm like there's people in ottawa with two million oh. followers like so i'm like <laughs> i guess i i could be anywhere what's my excuse right um uh, and uh, it, I don't even know what they do. I don't know what nail logical means. I don't know if she does nail tips. But then she's got a boyfriend, Super Ben Logical. I guess Ben is his name. I don't know. I need to research this stuff. Um, but maybe I could become uh, a big Ottawa YouTuber and then get a show somewhere. I don't know. Huh. But, or maybe you and I will co-host a show. Maybe this will be a show every day. People just want to listen to us talk about uh, whatever the maybe. hell we're talking about. <laughs> huh. What is that thing in the background, that orange thing?
1: Orange. Oh, that's a, a cat toy.
0: Okay, I was like, it looks like looks like some nice <laughs> fountain or something. I
1: actually, I actually meant to uh, remove it before this. It's
0: no, so no, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just always curious and it's none of my business. <laughs> and if it's a podcast, people are like, I can't see it. What is the orange thing? And I'm like, it's right. just a thing. <laughs> it just, it looks like a little fountain thing. My dad has a little fountain in the living room where the water spills onto different levels. Wow. And, um, but we leave it turned off now because it always sounds like, like the toilet's running or like so there's a leak somewhere. And then it's like, what is that? <laughs> but he likes it. So that's that's what you realize too when you're in a house with somebody else. They've got different preferences. And, and, uh, and yeah, that's why I guess sometimes it's good to live alone. I keep saying I want to be with a roommate again, but then you forget, you know, what's involved with that, right? Like just... Uh, Who's eating the food in the fridge, or who's doing the dishes, or (laughs) who's making noise while somebody's trying to do a podcast thing?
1: Oh god, yeah. Did you? Who's going to clean?
0: to it? Yeah. Did you? What kind of living situations did you have when you were in New York?
1: Uh, Roommates always. It's hard to afford not to have roommates in New York.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I remember I had a friend there who was a lawyer, and he was telling me this is like long, long, maybe twenty years ago, and. I just the, the amount he was paying for rent. I was like, what? I think it was like $5,000 US. Or something crazy in a, for this little thing. And I was like, how can anybody live here? I actually got a job offer in New York 10 <laughs> years ago. They were offering to pay, give me a visa. And I would go do ads for Broadway shows, which is kind of cool. But I thought, mm, I don't know if I could afford to live there even with a salary. And then I was like, oh, but I want to be free to to just do my acting. I want to go there on my own, but it didn't occur to me that, no, I'd never be able to go there on my own. I wouldn't have a visa. I wouldn't have a salary. So that's unfortunate, but, uh, I guess it's, I'm trying very hard these days to not live in the past and keep Mm
2: -hmm. second
0: guessing every decision I've ever made because you you can't, (laughs) I'm finding, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but you can't actually change the past. No,
1: no, you can't. I've tried.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? You've made a time machine? Try to make a time machine. Yeah. How's the... Uh, it doesn't work. Oh, that's too bad. So um, so what is... Are you living with your parents right now, or what's going on?
1: No, I'm living with my boyfriend right now.
0: Oh. Yeah. Where, where's he? Is he in the other room, and he's been told to be quiet while you're on, yeah. on an interview? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, basically.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, he's,
1: he's working on his own thing.
0: What what does he work on?
1: Uh, he's an actor too and uh, theater direct director. So right now he's trying to uh, write a play. Actually, he already wrote one and it had uh, great reviews. So he's writing another one.
2: Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. well, that's exciting! So this is you're the creative power couple that I was talking about. Kind have you of, thought
1: about,
0: yeah. Have you thought about working together, like you know, be acting in a play he wrote and or something?
1: Definitely, he keeps saying he's gonna write a play for me. <laughs> mm. um, but that's a, yeah, that's actually one of the reasons I came back to Mexico City because we, <clears throat> I was working with him on his previous play. It's uh, like a very postmodern-ish, um, musical-ish play. Nobody sings, but there's a lot of music and there's some dance and there's a lot of um, movement, like. So I was basically the choreographer and coach, movement coach, or movement director, as he called it, for the actors.
0: And wow. Can I, can I ask how you guys met?
1: Yeah, we actually met uh, when I was still pursuing a dance career about five years ago. We met in the National Center for the Arts in Mexico City, that's like a big art school. It's like the biggest. And um, he was studying acting in the acting school. And I have a friend who was my best friend from uh, when I was a kid. And we hadn't talked for a few years. and, uh, And so I went to visit Mexico before moving to New York, actually. And we met in the school because she was studying there and they were in the same group. And so that's how I met him.
0: So you remember, you remember the very moment we were like, oh, hello, like, were you like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my boyfriend or like, how does it go Mm -hmm. from this just stuff fascinates me how you you meet someone and then it's like, oh, hey, do you want to, what's your number? Like, how did you get together? It's so
1: interesting. Um, It was actually very complicated because I was about to move to New York and I was in San Francisco first for two years and he was obviously in school. So. The moment that I saw him was a production meeting for a little play they were doing for school. And so I was basically just like there. I like I wasn't supposed to be there, but my friend was like, okay, I have to do this. Why don't you just come with me and then we'll go take have some, have some coffee or something after. And so I was there and that's how I met her, all of her friends, all of the group. And from the moment I saw him, I felt like I knew him from somewhere like he felt so familiar I I felt like curious like a curiosity like I want to know who this person is Mm. and he kind of felt a similar thing so I don't know I guess that's it's like a magnet
2: yeah yeah
1: weird um it was complicated we were together for about uh, two or three months during the summer and then I moved to New York and we tried uh, the long distance thing It was really hard. Then he went to New York We stayed there for a couple for a year Year and a half, and then we went back to Mexico and now we are planning to go back to New York at Some point as soon mm. as my visa is ready
0: Well, wow, that's very cool. Would, would he need a visa as well?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, we, we both need visas. Technically, if we get married, he could get, like, a visa that's kind of like a link to visa to mine, but yeah. we're both trying to get our own so we can both work.
0: Yeah, or whoever gets it first, then you marry that, you know, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. That's, I don't know, that's, that's a good story. I like that story. It reminds me of, um. I think Ryan Reynolds talks about how he met his girlfriend. Like he was on a double date with like someone else or something, but there was just this connection between him and, uh, I guess, is it Blake Lively he's married to? And, Mm -hmm. and so they just sort of knew. And then they wound up, actually, I think my dad was saying it was the same thing that's he was on a double date with, uh, with someone else and wound up liking my mom as well. But yeah, I, I think in my, in my life, there's been people that, yeah, you definitely feel an instant connection with. I remember when I was, in my first year university, uh, after a couple of months, I went back to, uh, to Ottawa. I was in the university in Toronto. and I came back for Thanksgiving and my friends from high school were like, Oh, do you have a girlfriend? And I'd never had a girlfriend. I never kissed a girl, whatever. But there was this girl I liked. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's this girl, uh, um, Sarah or whatever. And, uh, and, uh, and then wound up like a month later, we wound up kissing or whatever. And then we were dating for a little bit until I broke up with her for no reason. Uh, which was stupid, but, uh, but yeah, you kind of sense that, yeah, there's somebody I'm interested in or whatever. And then I just, I just hope that you can still, that grownups can still have that. Like I remember feelings like that of first love or, you know, when you're young and, and things are, are new, but, uh, and I, I was just thinking about that recently about how in my diary, like after I first kissed a girl, I wrote like pages and pages, I kissed a girl and this whole detailed <laughs> stories and whatever. And I'm like, as a grownup, is that ever, can you ever even feel anything close to that? Is it going to be like, you know, am I ever going to write in a diary? Like, oh my God, I met someone or whatever. I don't know. But hopefully, or maybe that's what life is. You have those experiences and then you just think about them in the past. I don't know. Are you still having, I mean, obviously you're not as old as me, but do you still, do you still have hopes and, 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 and dreams and looking forward to excitement things?
1: Yeah, kind of in a more, um, grounded way, I would say. I I was that type of person that had dreams and didn't really think how to get to them in a very practical way. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, go to San Francisco and find my destiny while I'm, oh sorry, while I'm at school. Aye, aye, aye. Okay.
0: Getting all the notifications um, as well?
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, And then when I was in New York, when I moved to New York, it was like life giving me a slap in the face and telling me, hey, this is the real world and it's not that easy. And especially in New York, and it's actually very similar to Mexico City. People don't have time to make friends so I was I was expecting for example to arrive to school and like have a a group of friends and that didn't happen because everybody was tired all the time so all your free time you just wanted to go to sleep and not see anybody um so living in New York actually I feel like I became an adult there like a real adult and so now I'm I'm trying to find a balance like being realistic and actually trying to make a sort of plan or a sort of like list of steps that i like i try to structure my life a little bit better now just to to not lose time i, I think it's kind of dumb but i i like I, I like to use time in the most um effective way possible i don't like to to lose my time
0: yeah no Based that, my- that- yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely what I've uh, I've I've realized lately, how much time I've wasted in my life. And I guess uh, on the one hand, I mean, you can always get older and look back and think, oh, my God, I wasted my life. But I mean, at the time you were living it, and maybe that's the fun of being young. You feel like you've got all the time in the world so you can right. just watch a movie or or read a book or whatever and not be all stressed out that, oh, my God, like I'm wasting every minute. But I do regret I was just... I was just saying to a friend today on the phone, it's like, God, when I was just finishing university or something, why didn't I just pack up and go to L.A. or something? And she's like, well, why didn't you? I'm like, I don't know. I figured I should have a job, and I was working in advertising, and I did occasional stand-up comedy and occasional um, uh, improv comedy and stuff. So I I sort of did it, but I never... I don't even know what I would do different now if I could, but I guess... uh, I, I, I mean, I look back, and I'm like, oh, I should have taken radio school and become a big radio DJ, like Howard Stern or something, mm-hmm. but I don't even know if Radio College existed. Like, when, when I finished university, um, my mom sent me an article about copywriting school, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll take copywriting. That's creative, <clears throat> but – and I guess people change, too. I guess I found it interesting at the time to do advertising, but um, – and then and then you go, oh, why did I – whoa, Sorry, I just dropped the Uh-oh. phone. Uh, you know, why did I waste time writing commercials for other people when I could have been doing my own acting? I don't know. Um, but it's interesting because I've been messaging a lot of... Uh, I don't know if you're interested in this stuff at all. <laughs> but, uh, but this week, while I've been in quarantine, I was like, you know what, I should message all my old university friends and mm-hmm. uh, my high school friends and all these people that um, I haven't talked to. So I thought it'd be useful to, you know, you touch base with people that are your age that did the same things. And Yeah, not everybody. I mean, some people are, Well, everybody's in a different space. Like, some people never had kids. Some people are have kids, but they're getting divorced now. Uh, yeah. Some people are running their own law firms. Um, it's, it's, it's some traffic going on? Sorry,
1: going yeah. On? No, I mean, okay. I don't understand why people still are still going out, honestly. Yeah.
0: Are you in Mexico City? Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's
1: getting it's getting it's just getting bad here just like barely starting to go real bad
0: really yeah because it sounds
1: trying to stay inside
0: that's good yeah it sounds like they're opening things up elsewhere like they're Mm
1: -hmm, well they're talking about opening up but i i'm
0: I'm, i I drop into these classes that a friend started uh, to teach english to people in vietnam and they're like yeah we're all we're all going to the or some girls like I'm going to the bar tonight cuz they've opened now we can go back to bars and the beaches are open and I'm like okay well i guess right. i guess we'll see, we'll see what happens but it's let's funny cuz the weather's getting nicer here um, mm. in ottawa and uh, so i went for a walk yesterday and i'm like yeah, everybody's kind of walking outside it's easier to stay isolated when it's cold out but once it starts getting warmer i think everybody's going to be like screw it let's just go outside
1: That's sad. Like, because
0: yeah. And it starts to, the longer this quarantine lasts, I, I'm sort of almost starting to forget that it's real. Like, you're outside. You're like, yeah, I'm walking. Like you, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to be touching anything. Like, it's sort of placed with this mind mm-hmm. game.
2: Yeah.
0: But people keep saying, like, oh, yeah, are you depressed? Or, or somebody on Facebook said it looks like you're going stir crazy because I, I post videos of me walking at night and just talking to my phone and complaining about regrets or whatever. And I said, yeah, it's not really... It's not really the quarantine. I actually don't mind the quarantine because my life was kind of this anyways. Like I,
2: right. left my,
0: I left my advertising job five years ago, so I just work on my laptop anyways. And um, I always have FOMO, fear of missing out. So I never want to do my videos. So I'm like, oh, I should be traveling. I should be out partying. I should be doing something. But now nothing's going on anywhere. So I feel like it's okay to... To be inside so I'm kind of dreading when they if they open things up again it'll be like oh now everybody's doing things again and what am I doing Um, (laughs) it's more that I wish I was like you and I had a boyfriend to be with or or a, a family with kids and stuff so that's a whole other issue It's funny, because I always thought, I always broke up with my girlfriends, because I always thought, no, 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 I'm not ready to have my life set in stone yet, like, this isn't the girl, I'm going to be in Hollywood, I'm going to marry Julia Roberts, or I don't know where my life is going, I'm going to be so famous, and why would I wind up settling with just a regular person who knew me when I was a regular person? It was, you know, silly thoughts like that, right? And then life goes by, and you're like, maybe I'm not going to be Brad Pitt, like, maybe that's not, and even Brad Pitt (laughs) keeps getting divorced or whatever, so... (laughs) I don't know. And then I realized, you know what? The people who seem really happy are people like, um, you know, Hugh Jackman, uh, who, you know, met an actress when she was famous and he wasn't, and then they got married, and then he's been with the same person, or or Tom Hanks, who's uh, Rita Wilson. I'm not even sure who she is, but, you know, <laughs> they obviously met and enjoyed each other's company, and it's not about finding someone that just wants you because, oh, now you're rich and famous. It's mm-hmm. just about being someone who loves you for you and then if you take that journey together, oh my god, now you get to live in the famous mansion together or whatever. So yeah. well I'm gl- I'm glad you've got your boyfriend. But if you break up with him, don't feel too bad either. Um, no. Yeah. I mean,
1: you never know. You never Especially know. with this kind of life. Um, but I've found it actually very it's it's nice. It's nice to have someone that understands how this career is in that we like we can have A kind of flexibility we can have flexibility in like oh i need to do something in new york now okay well let's go together and let's try to do something together or like you do your thing i do my thing oh now i i don't know i want this thing to have a season of my play in mexico city okay all right let's go for a little while and let's like we that's kind of like a lucky thing to have when you're an artist i think i i actually always thought that I needed a partner who was an artist, too, because I never thought that anybody else would understand me. And um, I actually dated a couple doctors Mm. um, when I was younger. Uh, But no, it didn't didn't work out. Nobody understood that this goes first. I actually didn't have any friends in high school either. Like you, you're you're telling me, oh, I talk to my friends of high. I know I don't have people that I talked to from high school. I was never available. I was always going to classes and rehearsal and stuff. So,
0: yeah, no. I mean, when I say I'm messaging my friends from high school, I mean I didn't really have a lot of friends. I was in a gifted program, so there was a few people um, that. I was friends with I guess but I, w- I was very shy I didn't really know how to go to parties or whatever I, I used to sort of I knew where where people would drive like on the way to parties and stuff so I would stand on a street corner I'd sit on this big uh, like hydro energy box and just sort of sit there and then wait for people to drive by and they'd be like oh hey what are you doing I'm like oh I don't know like what's uh, is there a party going on kind of thing <laughs> like I didn't know how to just call people or this my friend Dave Roach he would I, I knew his schedule when he worked at the gas station, so I'd always make sure I was biking sort of that way when he was biking home. And he'd be like, oh, what a coincidence, Josh. And oh. I'm like, yeah, is there any parties? And he'd be like, yeah, come with me and stuff. So very awkward. But but yeah, I never kept in touch with any, even any of those people. So that's why I'm trying to look up the people now on Facebook and just reconnect. And in a way, in a way it kind of feels like maybe it's grounding me a bit. Like it's sort of, I mean, I can't get back those 30 years, but I don't know, maybe stop. I always dreamed that... I always imagined that I would have a life where you have friends and then you're just friends your whole life. You know, you make new memories in your 20s and your 30s and you raise your kids together. You go to the cottage together. And I, I just... I've never so kept see in it touch... You stuff. What's that? Right?
1: So you, you see it in movies and stuff. And so you expect yeah. that that's how life goes.
0: Maybe. Know. Yeah. I assumed that was it. I, I don't know. And then, yeah, you build this life together and then, you know, you're always comparing, oh, here's the pictures of us when we were younger. And then you make new memories. But instead, I just sort of, you know, I don't know. I guess I was just always on dating apps and I would meet new people, but you'd know people for a week and then never again. And so, and I guess it's also different if everybody gets married and has kids when they're younger and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then you Mm -hmm. don't really have anything in common with them. Like, what am I going to do? And it also makes me feel sad to talk to people with kids or grown kids because I feel like I don't have that. And that's almost all they talk about and all they care about. And it makes sense. Like once you've got a wife and kids, that's kind of your world.
2: like
0: maybe in your own head you're still like no 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 i'm still 18 and you're still 18 and maybe we can get together again but i mean that's crazy talk um (laughs) i know uh, but uh but yeah the closest i've had to a a creative partner like that like i remember i had i dated this girl jan years ago and i was doing stand-up and i was like you should do stand-up she didn't want to but she tried it and she was really good at it but i don't think it was her passion but anyways we Mm. broke up i broke up with her. But But I did meet this girl a few years ago who saw me on a dating site, and I had talked about this short film I was making about a towel. Uh, uh, Towel? (laughs) Yeah, I made this project uh, for work. They wanted me to do a a video for Procter & Gamble um, and uh, talking about different opportunities in the house for fabric care. And so I made up a, a character. It was, like, a talking towel named Terry Cloth, and I made a puppet show with him talking, Ooh. oh, here's my aunt curtains or, or <laughs> like, d- different things. And then I had things, like, there was, like, lingerie he was showing that was a relative, but then the P&G was, like, oh, that's too risque or whatever. So, so but somebody, I think the guy who worked on the sound for it, like, at the sound studio was, like, this is so creative, so interesting, this should be, like, a, a late-night cable show or something. So I wanted to make a... Uh, A short film about the character that I could do whatever I wanted and in my head it was going to be like uh, you know like strippers if they sit on your lap and give you a lap dance they usually put a towel on your lap so they don't get germs and I thought okay maybe the towel works at a strip club but he has dreams of like becoming a famous knitter and he wants to join knitting contests I don't know what I was thinking but I met this girl or she she was actually doing research to uh, she wanted to write a screenplay about online dating but she never did it so she made a so she was just looking through the site at Profiles for Research, but she saw my profile and then she paid to sign up so that she could message me. And then I went and visited her in her small town and, or she came to visit me first. And then, and then yeah, I wound up staying with her and we wrote the screenplay together for a weekend. and It became more of a, a nice love story, about a towel that falls in love with a girl and then wants to write her a love song, but he doesn't have hands, so he can't play it for her. So he <laughs> takes all his, uh, he has all these magazines about knitting and and crochet, like uh, different fabrics, magazines. Uh, I don't even know where I got those. <laughs> um, I think maybe, I, oh, I probably got them for the original Procter & Gamble one. Somebody bought, yeah, somebody went to the, mm. I think I, I bought them all and I was able to expense it. So, right. uh, cause they're expensive magazines cause nobody buys them. So, um, right. so anyway, so it became this love story about, about her. So then yeah, the towel trades in the magazines at a pawn shop to, uh, to get a guitar. Oh no! First, he has to become a person. So he wishes to his fairy cloth mother to become a person, so that he has wow. hands. But then he needs to. So he makes all these sacrifices and sings her a song, and it was beautiful. And I wrote this song that was just inspired by her. And uh, yeah, it's on the, it's on my YouTube. And then, uh, anyway, so that was the closest I had to, to somebody creative. And I was, it was kind of cool to be like, hey, we're going to write this movie together. Because I also find it's very lonely if you're writing or writing a screenplay. You feel like you know, the world is passing by and I'm sitting alone. But if you've got somebody that's also sitting there writing or that you're writing it <laughs> together, it, it makes you feel less lonely. Right. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Hmm. I guess
0: so. so yeah, she's married with kids now too, or whatever. So, so um, but, but hopefully I can still even just meet people creatively. i mean, even, even just doing interviews like this, I feel good. Right. Like it gets you out of your mm-hmm. own head for a bit. Like I can, you know, meet some like i never if i wasn't doing interviews there's no reason we'd be talking for 45 minutes
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or at all um so that makes me happy so yeah so that's that's very cool i'm gl- i'm glad you've got that partner and and whatever yeah. it is wherever it goes it's it'll be one of those epic stories where you know the, the big director and the the glamorous actress dancer and
1: hopefully <laughs> you know, hopefully
0: you'll be telling the story on jimmy kimmel one day
1: i hope
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: But, yeah, it's interesting how relationships seem to come and go. Like, not, I mean, you know, a lot of people have the love story for their whole lives, like my grandparents and all that, which is all nice. Uh, but then other people are like, yeah, Brad Pitt dated Jennifer Aniston, but then he didn't. And never. then he was with uh, Angelina Jolie, but then he's back with Jennifer Aniston or whatever. So you never know what's going to happen. Everybody's mad at, um, oh, what's his name, Zach Braff. Or what? he's a he's a comedian. Oh well, I'm not mad at him, but I think was it on Philip DeFranco? I think it was. That's how I know everything. Um, because he's dating. I guess he's about 45, and he's got a girlfriend who's a big Oscar-nominated actress or something who's only 24, and she wished him a happy oh. birthday, and then everybody piled on and said how creepy that oh, is
1: and it's abusive. Oh yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah. <sighs> That's so, so annoying. Like, why Why do people care so much about other people's lives, like personal lives? It's none of your business.
0: Just like yeah. me. No, well, that's what everybody is, right? It's all about bothering people and complaining. <laughs> yeah. as, as I've gotten older, I've realized, I don't think I've ever cared about it. You know, it's like people do their own thing, but especially now I'm like, really? You got? But I think that's what it is, right? It, it makes people feel better about their own. I, I think if people are genuinely happy and satisfied in their life, they're not going to have the time or energy to want to attack other people. I think it that just is makes, true. I, I would imagine it just makes people feel better to attack others and
2: mm-hmm.
0: whatever. Um, but, anyways, that gave me hope that I can still meet a, a Hollywood actress. So
2: <laughs>
0: we'll see. You, you hear all these stories about like how Jessica Alba met, you know, went up marrying a guy who was like a PA on the set or whatever. And you're like, oh my God. Right. You ever seen the movie Notting Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Like a that's, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, me too. I don't, remember, but I just, that's you know when I have dreams that's kind of the dream I have that I'm a regular Joe like Hugh Grant because <laughs> he's a regular <laughs> Joe. yeah I guess it helps if you look like Hugh Grant and you own a bookstore but oh, uh, yeah. but yeah but yeah but I also dream that I'm a spider-man a lot like and then uh, and, and and then I reveal my face to to the girl and stuff I have a lot of like. dreams that's I try to uh, especially when I take melatonin I have very intense dreams but uh, <laughs> but yeah I don't know, I guess you just gotta take it day by day. And so um, so what's what's your what's your immediate plan that like you' so you're in quarantine right now, you're hoping to get a visa. Things are still shut down, so you can't really be doing dancing. Like what are you working on right now?
1: Um, I'm actually starting to explore uh, playwriting. So I, I have these ideas. Um, I'm also gonna take a class an acting class online with a uh, famous director. Well, I'm waiting to see if I'm gonna be in the group. <laughs> uh, wow. He's gonna announce it on the 26th, so that would be. I don't even know what day. Is it. Uh, uh, like today's two days? Friday.
0: Yeah, Sunday the 26th, I guess.
1: Oh, so today, today I'll know. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm hoping I'm gonna, am gonna have that. That's gonna be in May. Um, and other than that, I'm just like trying to remain, remain sane, doing yoga. I'm reading a lot. Um, I'm like just contemplating life, also, <laughs> mm-hmm. like allowing myself to do the things that I usually cannot do, which is sleeping and contemplating life. Um, and I think that's actually a positive thing. I think the best ideas sometimes or many times come to you when you're just still.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, quarantine is actually. It's not being that bad for me. Like, when I have time, like on weekends, if I'm not doing anything or if I don't have rehearsal or anything, I would much rather stay home and, like, relax, do something creative, watch a movie, maybe, I don't know, practice a monologue or something, um, write. Uh, I would much rather do any of that than go out to a club. I was never that type of person so I'm actually kind of enjoying it. I I just hate to have all this uncertainty. Um, Obviously our play is suspended, like everything is suspended until now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were told that in May they were going to like see if in May we could reopen but obviously that's not gonna happen. So now we're just like waiting.
2: Yeah yeah it's
0: interesting. Because it's, on the one hand, I realize it's only been like a month and a bit. Like it hasn't, you know, originally I was thinking, oh my God, this is going to last 10 years or whatever, which I still wouldn't mind, but that's a long time. (laughs) Um, But then I'm like, yeah, like, I don't even know what I did with January and February. Like time flies for sure. Exactly. And then especially for somebody like you or me, who's creative and you want to spend your time taking classes or whatever. Like, I understand it's a different situation if people have a job that they can't do from home like you're working at a whatever it is like at a store or, or something and 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 you know your life isn't about just sort of sitting and being artistic um but for people like us yeah i mean it's it's not a bad opportunity like i was saying it's like you don't feel you're not missing anything out you're, you don't mm-hmm. you don't have to be at a conference or whatever so you might as well write that play or exactly or whatever, whatever it is so I'm, I'm glad you're you're getting that time is your family live nearby or
1: Um, kind of, not really. We live, um, towards the south, south center of Mexico City, and they live in the very northern area. Um, it's also a huge city. It's huge, like, insanely huge. Like, if you were born in the northern area, for example, like I was, you, like, never go to some places. You just never go. It's like, it's another city. It feels like another city completely. Um, yeah. And so we've, I mean, we've kind of seen each other a couple times since this started. It's also like people started taking uh, the quarantine seriously only like a couple weeks ago.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. um, but me and my family started, um, cause we saw how it went outside in the world. So I was like, I'm not gonna risk it. And this like the place probably gonna be shut down and probably everything's gonna be shut down. Like I'm, I don't think. We're gonna be able to do many things this year. Um, so yeah. yeah, we are like kind of like on opposite sides of the city.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I can't even imagine how big how big the city is in Toronto. Yeah, it seems big, but yeah, Mexico's pretty huge. And so, do you ever leave? I'm just curious. Like, do you ever do you leave the house? Do you go to get groceries or something?
1: Yeah. Um, we try to not get out very much. Uh, we try to buy groceries for at least. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it never lasts though. <laughs> we have to go out every like 10 days or so. Um, and but do you, yeah. Sorry.
2: Do
0: you go for walks? Like, do you go to a, a park or?
1: Um, I have tried not to, but I've just been out for a walk like two times. Um,
0: okay. So you haven't yeah. been outside today or yesterday? Nope. No, Okay. That's good. Stay safe. Better, better yeah. safe than sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Every time I go out, I'm like, Oh, did I w- get too close to someone? Like what was I doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's- better. What I'm worried about though, cause I, you know, it's, uh, it's starting to get a bit warmer here and it's going to be summer soon. And I, I think, it, you know, it's not like I'm going to be suddenly younger and I'll have married the right person. It's not going to change anything. But, but I do feel better when it's uh, a bit warmer out, I'm realizing. Um, mm-hmm. And then just the thought of, OK, summer's going to fly by in four months and then it'll be September, October, start getting cold again. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that, like for my mental health, like unless my life is so perfect that I'm happy again. I don't know if I can do it. So I'm starting to think, OK, I'm going to have to move to some warmer climate just sort of go hang out in miami or mexico or vietnam with all my students somewhere yeah they were just saying what was some girl saying in the class we had a little group chat on facebook after and she's like i do modeling like normally models make like a dollar an hour but i make twenty dollars an hour because my skin uh is very smooth or something they don't they don't (laughs) have yeah they don't have to keep redoing the makeup or something i'm like a dollar an hour Or, uh, so I'm like, huh, it probably would be cheap. I could go live there like a king and just do, like, one voiceover job a month or something. Yeah,
2: so, you totally could. It's,
0: it's funny. Here. Like, when, when I was younger, I always thought, yeah, I should go travel. And I know people. My friend Dennis in university, he went to Korea and then Japan, and he was there for, like, 30 years teaching English. And now he's back in Canada with uh, uh, yeah, a wife and a couple of Japanese kids. Um, oh. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, I think... <clears throat> I don't know if he married one of his students. I think he did originally, then got divorced and married another student was my point. Oh yeah. It's different when you're younger, I guess you sort of go, Oh yeah, I'm just going to go take off. But then now I'm like, Oh, I miss my family. Like if I went away and I didn't see my parents for years or, or my sister has a couple of kids and they're going to grow up without me. So it's funny, even, even without a wife and kids, you sort of think, okay, well, where's, what are my ties? Like what would prevent me from moving to LA or to Vietnam? Uh, So I don't know, but, uh, I'll keep looking at, it. I've, I, I applied for a couple of jobs in the fall for, like, I'm always applying for radio station jobs. And then finally, a couple of places got back to me because it's hard to break into the industry. They all want like a 20 year old that can grow with it and start in a small town for no money and work for 20 years or whatever. Um, it's hard to just break and there's not a lot of jobs sure. anyways. Like it's not really, right. uh, uh, unless you're Howard Stern and you've already made a hundred million dollars or whatever. Um, but yeah, a couple of places got back to me, like in small towns, like in Saskatchewan, like this little town with 16,000 people and it'd be like minimum wage and I'd be on the air once a week and otherwise be reporting or, or somebody got back to me. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds cozy. And then, yeah, again, maybe it's something I would have done when I was 20. You feel like, oh, that's cool. I'm in the little small town. But then it just sounded depressing to do it now. Like, I'll, I don't know. And then there's another town that said like a smaller town in Ontario that said, why do you want to come to Timmins? And I never got back. I'm like, yeah, why would I want to move to Timmins or wherever? <laughs> like, <laughs> you start, you start realizing, I thought my dream was to be on the radio. But then I'm like, yeah, if I was on the radio, like, that's your job. Like, you have to be there every day, every morning. There's no vacation. Like at that Saskatchewan thing, they, there's no vacation for the yeah. year. So you'd literally be doing it, not going anywhere for a year. Oh,
1: no.
0: Yeah. So so I don't know.
1: No vacation uh, so.
0: I mean, it's not that I care about vacation. Even when I had a job, I never took vacation because I liked being productive. But now I realize, no, I could have used that time to be creative on my own. I didn't have to be working on yeah. ads. So I still think, <laughs> you know, maybe I should just go to Los Angeles and I, you know, you know what? I don't know. I think by doing this show, it'll be I'll have my hour podcast a day, and maybe, uh, yeah, and uh, who knows? And then I could travel and still have a home base somewhere, but still be reaching people everywhere. It makes me feel good to to have these discussions and to be, uh, mm. to broadcasting. So who knows, who knows? As long as I do this every day, I think that's what matters. If I spend another month or a whole year going, oh yeah, one day I gotta do these interviews, it's nothing's ever gonna happen. Yeah. But if I do it do it like this and I just say, no, every single day I've gotta interview someone at the mm-hmm. end of the year, I'll have at least 365 shows. And you can't really control how famous you get. You just have to do your best, but at least you can say you tried. I see, you no know, mm-hmm. I, did, I I did a show every day and, it did what it did, but at least, at least you've tried. Right. So
1: exactly.
0: there you go. Well, I guess, uh, you know, at the beginning I asked you before we got on, I'm like, what's your hard stop? You're like, Oh, well, I got to do something at like two 30 or something. I'm like, Oh, that's an hour from now. We're only going to talk for like 20 minutes maybe five, <laughs> yeah. or even five minutes. Uh, but it's looking at 57 minutes and 40 seconds now. So thank you for, uh, for joining us, Hildi And Oh, we never talked about you. Know, okay. Let's say we'll make this an hour. Um, what, your stage name, so like what is your full name or your stage name or how does that work?
1: Okay, that's. I have a very long name. I have a, well, in Mexico and I think most uh, Hispanic countries, you have two last names. It kind of works um, like the, it, it, yeah, it kind of has the function of the middle name in America. I don't know if in Canada too. Yeah. Like you have your first name and your last name, but oh, you always or usually have a middle name that kind of, um differentiates you from your dad if your dad has the same name but in right. mexico instead of that we have two last names and uh, many people still have two first names as well it's crazy um but anyways i have a, a long first name hildegard right that's a yeah. german name and then my first last name my dad's is ruiz esparza that's two words and then my mom's last name is another word and so there's four words in my name And they're long. Um, And so for for a few years, well, a couple years now, since I finished school, I've been thinking, like, oh, should I maybe just use one of those? Should I, like, what can I do? Um, And I was using my mom's for a little while, actually, because it kind of goes better with my name, because it's a German last name and then a German first name. Um, But uh, last year, I came up with the idea of making... A last name like fabricating a last name from the first letters of all my last name words <laughs> so it's r-e-w and i realized that sounds like a word and that sounds like last name and it sounds like european-ish so it could go with my name and it's easier for people to remember um so now i'm holding room
0: oh i love it see there's a story that you know because they uh, I, I research stage names all the time, and and, the, and people like to ask the story of like you know what's the story. Mm-hmm. So it's and they say it's good to have a story, not just be like I don't know. So then you've got a whole <laughs> you've got a whole story about your whole history and everything. I, I was just researching uh, Zendaya's name. I thought it was Zendaya, but she says it's Zendaya. I just got oh, um, it. Like and she said, yeah, like her name is like that too. It's got her whole like Zendaya is her real first name, but it's Zendaya something something something, and she's half all these different cultures and stuff so she says her name is kind of like it's literally like a timeline of all her 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 background or whatever um interesting so that's cool yeah no i i'm always because my name's josh raklis it's hard to spell it's just like a made up it's not made up but it's like some kind of russian background and it's probably should be pronounced or something Um, (laughs) so even when i was on the radio originally before I guess the internet was still around, yeah, 10 years or 15 years ago, but, but, you know, I'd say it's Josh Rackless and I'd be like afraid that, oh, what if people want to look me up and, and can't find me and stuff.
2: That's my uh, thought too.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so that's why I'm going by Celebrity Josh for now. I made up that name, uh, at work a few years ago. Somebody said, Hey, can you make one of your funny web series things? Like another creative team wanted me to do something and they had an idea for somebody to be a celebrity hunter and trying to get celebrities to try this Orville Redenbacher popcorn at the film festival. So I was looking up names like Celebrity Hunter or the Celebrity Hunter on YouTube and everything was taken. And I thought, well, you know what? Crocodile Dundee hunts crocodile. So he's Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> right. And I hunt celebrity. So I'm Celebrity Josh. So I got the name on like Twitter and, and uh, the dot com for some reason. Um, and then, yeah. So and then I wasn't really using it. But then. I guess a few years ago, I met this woman who was running for mayor, and and yeah, she's the one who builds the websites, and and she was, she's like, you know, do you have something that's easier to spell? I said, I don't. Know, I could go with Celebrity Josh. She's like, I like that. So I don't like it. Th- so I'm using it for now. I don't like it because it's still linked to Josh. Because, and I just feel like Josh is too common a name. Like, it's just you know, I want to be unique. And I also want something shorter, like celebrity Josh. Too too long, even though it's like Calamity Jane. It's it's not. I, so I say, okay, that's okay that way. <laughs> but I'd love to be somebody like, like Sting or Pink, uh, like just one word, like the shortest thing. Because mm. there was a Saturday Night Live skit last week uh, where uh, Pete Davidson was doing like a joke about Drake songs. Like he was like, this is a Drake song. I miss my ex-girlfriend. This is a Drake song. And I'm like. <laughs> And it works because Drake is just one short thing. And it's right. like, you know, if his name was Josh Rackless, you wouldn't be, this is a Josh Rackless, it'd be too long. This is not celebrity Josh. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Like, no, it's like, you gotta have one syllable, so.
2: Right.
0: But you'll never get the .dot com for that. But of course, even Sting doesn't have at Sting on Instagram. He's official Sting or whatever. So right. And then I keep thinking, what if I play James Bond one day? Is it going to say Celebrity Josh on the poster? Like, can you picture Celebrity? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, but realistically, am I going to play James Bond? I don't know. Pierce Brosnan just said he was told, you know, more people have walked on the moon than have played James Bond. So, and then I think, you know, what? Maybe I can just keep having different names, like. Uh, um, Donald Glover wraps under um, childish Gambino like you could have. So maybe I just keep working at it and, and then something will come. Maybe one day I'll marry Jennifer Lawrence and she'll be like, no, no your name is you know uh, eggplant or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like the name Spark. I don't know why I, I don't it doesn't Spark. mean anything at all, but I just keep thinking that's kind I of a cool. Try
1: one. that.
0: Yeah. And then
1: Stang bank, those are not even human names.
0: No, Sting is just because he was in a bar once, and uh, he was wearing a sweater that had, like, black and yellow stripes, so he looked like a bee, and the owner said, hey, I'm going to call you Sting, and that's it. Uh, Uh, And I forget what, I forget why Pink's name is Pink, probably just because she likes the color pink, I don't know, everybody's got a story, I mean, Drake is just his middle name, his real name is Aubrey Drake Singer, he's half-Jewish, too. wow. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but, you know, you could see as a rapper, would he be famous as Aubrey Singer? Probably not, right? Mm-hmm. So, Thomas Mapother, that's Tom Cruise's real name. He's from Ottawa. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, so, I don't know. But I think names start to take on meaning, too. Like, you just, if you like someone, then the name seems to fit. It's fine. Like, what does Lady Gaga mean? That sounds ridiculous, right? But it, work. <laughs> <laughs> it works, works for her. Hildy Roo, So, there we go. We've got your name. And uh very cool. All right, well, maybe every show I'll call myself something different, like I'm Spark or something and see how it goes. Um Lipsticks. They used to call me Iceman in high school because one time I went out with we played football every day at lunch and I would go outside with it was just a t shirt on in the snow. And they're like, Oh my god, you're like Iceman I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> well. But I don't know if that still fits. It also if you're a rapper you can have names like Ice, but if you're comedians that yeah. makes sense, I don't know. Um, you could try that. Yeah, I mean, there's I Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah? which What name do we like? What, the Iceman?
1: Uh, Iceman, and I, I like Spark, too. Okay. okay. I don't, I mean, I
0: don't I think looked... you have to have a human name. No. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And then, yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll keep changing it. We'll see. Although that'll be harder for branding. People are like, who are you? How do I look you up? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll, we'll be Celebrity Josh for now, and then, then we'll just go with a stage name, and then I've got a whole story to tell. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Hildy Roo. And uh, I guess at the end, I'm supposed to say, like, is there something that, uh, you know, if people want to look you up or should they find you or whatever, or just, I could just put your Instagram link in the description or not. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, you could you could do that. I mean, I'm like Hildy Roo on Instagram. There's just a dot between Hildy Roo
0: Oh, yeah. Is there uh, a Hildy that... Roo without a dot
1: nope. anywhere? Well, nope. no, but I, I wanted, people to not think but it's a word because it kind of it look it could look like a word Um, oh
0: yeah no i'm not saying it's you shouldn't have the dot i'm just curious i'm always (laughs) because there was there was a guy like i was trying to get celebrity josh on instagram for years and there was just this profile that this little 11 year old kid or something had one picture that he posted like eight years ago. And I was like, this is not a real profile. I kept kept reporting it and stuff. Finally got shut down.
2: And
0: and then, and I was going to, I talked to copyright lawyers. They were like, yeah, it'll take about four years and thousands of dollars to get the copyright. But finally I was able to get the thing. So I'm like, okay, I got it. Cause I'm like, I didn't want to be celebrity.josh. I'm like, I have to be celebrity.josh. But there's also (laughs) this guy on Facebook has facebook.com slash celebrity.josh because he has an Indian blog it was about, like, an Indian, Josh means, like, uh, gossip or something. So it's like, the celebrity Josh. Whatever. Thanks so much, Hildy Rue. We'll all look you up on Instagram. You, and, uh, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Hopefully. Bye. Bye.